Hey folks, it is Thursday the 16th of November 2023. It is the Phil Swallow podcast episode number 163. Uh, The title for this one is Then and Now. If you've been following the channel closely on YouTube, you will see that I released my second kind of proper then and now video uh, this week. Uh, it, it, it went live on Sunday early evening. And I've used this technique in other videos in small sections in the past, and it's gone down very well. I really like doing it. It's a bit of a technical challenge, and I'm going to talk about that as we go through it. But it's basically Wallingham area then and now. It's, I've, I banished it as a part two. Part one went live in March this year, and it was a really quite a short video. It was just one track, musical track played, about three minutes or so, and it was just around Wallingham Green. So photos that I'd obtained, actually been donated to me uh, from uh, someone who follows the channel, and I was able to <clears throat> in, inter, intersperse, is that the right word, show a video clip of where that area is today. So you've got the whole context around it pause it, dissolve back to the postcard image, which might, or in most cases, pretty much all cases, it just shows a section of that overall picture that I put there because the context is important with these. In fact, it only works if there's a context. You can actually imagine the time travel for for, for that particular scene that was shot, typically in Victorian era, uh, at that particular time, and then we can make the connection. Almost someone actually referred to it on the comments as sort of ghost images from the past. Uh, which is what they are, of course. So I have found it uh, very, very enjoyable to do. And I'm looking to do more. I've I've actually got some other material uh, available. So I will look to do those at some point in the future. But I like doing them because it does, in in this frenetic-paced world that we live in, and particularly with the modern scene, so where I'm doing the, the now scene on the video... You see the activity, there's people jogging, walking, running, hopping, <laughs> whatever, uh, cars going by, lots of cars. And you go back to these kind of Victorian era images, typically, and people can just stand in the road for as long as it took to get the exposure, which may have been some time, actually, compared with nowadays. So it's a way of also, as well as showing a little bit of history for that very specific area, it's also kind of a bit of a, a reflection point for a few seconds. But it's, I, I find it quite powerful. And what I'm really pleased at is that a lot of people do out there as well. Because without any promotion, I think I'd hit 355 views in the first 24 hours, which is wonderful. And then it's gone up to, it's approaching 700 at the moment. It's been up just under four days. So I'm very, very, is that the calculation? Nearly five days. Whatever it is, it's, um, it's doing very well. I'm very, very pleased with it. And also did a a local share on a Wallingham Facebook group and some really lovely comments on there. People, you know, like to see their area back as it was, well, they know it today, back as it was then. You get you get where I'm coming from. So it's the Then and Now series. Uh, people often do them with maybe side-by-side still images, which works. Uh, but I, I particularly like this kind of using the dissolve effect that you can only get with video to actually show it. So uh, there will be more. Stay tuned, as I say, and uh, stay subscribed, and then you'll be able to see what's coming down the pipe. Uh, I think that's also a term. So that was that. Was that. Now, <clears throat> people who perhaps are fairly new to the channel uh, may not know the full kind of uh, way I run things. So, so this is 
this whole channel really is my passion project for local history and telling stories. But I do occasionally get asked to do client work, uh, whether photography or videography. And in those situations, obviously, I drop what I'm doing personally because the whole focus, and it literally is the whole focus, is on the client activities. So uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was asked, uh, would I be free to do a recording on the following Saturday? This was on a Thursday that I got notified. And it was a production in the Cockpit Theatre in London called Can't See for Looking. And the situation was quite unusual in that two of the actors have been nominated for Offie Awards, which is the Off West End Awards. They're a very big kind of award ceremony process in, in the world of theatre. And unfortunately, one of the actors was sick when the performance was being shown that the reviewing team would have come along, or representatives, or representative. So they said they, they didn't have diary time to come back and see the following performances, which would have been on the Friday and Saturday of this couple of weeks ago. And if they could get it filmed, sent over, they would then review it that way. Uh, so I knew someone who was involved in the uh, press and production stuff for, uh, for that and other production companies. And they said, would you be able to do it? So I did. I wanted to help them. Went along there, uh, did the filming, did the editing, and that was fully handed over getting on for a week ago now so it's just nice to be able to do that I wanted to help people I wanted to give them what I could do at very short notice uh, to try and get my head around the production uh, which was very very good it's about modern slavery uh, it tells a very very good story and and highlights uh, what goes on it's really quite powerful actually uh, I they'd run in Oxford at the old fire station theatre and then in London and that was the end of the run uh, don't know whether it will come back in the future. Sometimes these productions do. They go onto a bigger, literally a bigger stage. So we shall see. But uh, yeah, can't see for looking. So it's not available publicly. I've, it, it was about a kind of closed sharing. Uh, I, I'm sure the actors themselves will get to see it at some point. Um, but you know, my responsibility is with the representatives of the production company to uh, to work with them and provide uh, what I can for the brief. So that was really good. But yeah, so client stuff comes along. I've got my own schedule, which is not rigid. It's a desired schedule for how frequently I like to upload videos. But in this situation, it was drop everything, work for the client. That's what they're paying you to do. That's what you do. It's an obvious one, but I wanted to make that clear. So so that was that. And I have in between this rather changeable weather is the most respectful way I can describe it. I think we've lost some weather warnings for a little while now. But it is changeable. So I did get out and do a, a walk and talk for Waldingham. Uh, so I've recorded that and I'm editing that at the moment. And that was based on a Surrey County Council uh, trail that they put together. I added a little bit into it because I felt they, they missed... Uh, I'm quite warm here, just had a shower. Uh, but I, yes, it's a trail that they put together for the council. And I, and I added a bit because I wanted to make sure it got the full coverage of what I saw as Waldingham itself. If you know Waldingham, that might mean something when it comes along but it's my usual style I'm walking I'm talking uh and we've managed to get some nice autumn colors so uh, I look forward to getting that out within it's difficult it's probably within the next week or so I'm going to say week to 10 days and the reason for that is that I'm planning to do my annual Croydon revisit so this is where I I did the first one in 2020 in November and I've done each November since so this will be the fourth and 
I'm going to do it actually kind of walk and talk style this time. I've normally done it with either following a trail or just kind of random. The first one was very rough and ready. I didn't even plan it in 2020, but it's had loads of views, uh, thousands. So uh, people got an interest in Croydon. Uh, it, it's a huge town, but it's struggling. So this is a way of walking a, a good section of the core part of Croydon and then putting that to video. So that's going to be a priority to edit, to get it out there following on from that series just to make sure that barring any other things in real life that come along I can still get that video live so that's the priority and Waldingham will probably follow, follow shortly thereafter. Um, in between that of course I'm always working on the next thing so uh, I had through the recent video recent radio show that I did uh, an introduction to a story about a pilot who uh, lost his life after crash landing effectively his parachute didn't open fully he landed in the garden in Selsden I'm going to tell his story now that's uh, pilot Glendon Boomart Booth and uh, fascinating story uh, about how this poor young pilot lost his life but he'd been very successful prior to that and this is how it worked in the Battle of Britain but I've managed to get a lot more detail about that and apparently this is one of those I keep saying apparently this is one of those stories where People get the information wrong. They said that his pilot, his parachute was a light when he came down out of his plane that was shot down, came down in Kingswood. And it wasn't. And that's been confirmed. And I had a brilliant conversation with an aviation archaeologist a week ago. And we uh, we spoke about that and other sites. And honestly, this guy's knowledge uh, from, from his head was incredible. Uh, but he was basically telling me how literally every book that comes out gets this information wrong and we've recently got some more information available that allows us to tell a much more accurate story than would have been told before and we can put it out in the form of video I say we it'll just be one of my films again so that's on the list I'm really quite excited to do that one still want to do some more research still got to do some more prepping but uh, that will happen at some point in the future and the other one that I did, uh, or I'm planning to do, uh, I had a meeting um, with this uh, this lady, very special lady. I'm not, not going to reveal too much more, but I'm doing some follow-up work to film an interview with her soon. And all being well, that'll be all up on the YouTube channel uh, in, this side of Christmas, hopefully. That's uh, that's the plan. So, yes, it, you know, the whole kind of um, the research uh the parallel research that I do is kind of expanding. I have to control my bandwidth because I still have to fit in kind of real life stuff. Sue and I like to go out socially. We love to see the grandchildren and uh, look after mum and various things. So errands, fetching and carrying, all that sort of stuff. So it's still important that I can find time to do those things. But I'm always got, I've always got that connection with my channel and what I need to do to grow that. And actually this week... I booked, uh, I think it's awaiting to be confirmed, but it's likely to happen, hopefully, uh, another talk. So we are at mid-November 2023, and at this point I've already got four local history talks to do in 2024, which I'm quite pleased about because I've not advertised these. This is word of mouth getting around. Um, you know, I'll be doing the 3rd of Jan at the Bourne Society, looking forward to that. Oh, and also, this is the other thing which uh, I've not even put on my notes, but I'll add it in as a, an additional ad lib almost. So um, 
when I did the radio show, there was reference to a guy called Richard Persitti, who was a, a Croydon guy, born and bred, and he was uh, in a band with Griff, who ran the ra- runs the radio show. And we met up for a coffee last week, Richard and I. Uh, it, it's we we'd confirmed prior to that that there is a family connection. It's not a blood family connection. It's not a DNA connection. It's through marriage. So his side of the family marrying into my side of the family effectively but a couple of generations up and uh fascinating we went through all the details that we'd done in research on two different sides and compared notes and had a lovely chat lovely coffee so we're going to meet up again <clears throat> hopefully get some lunch before christmas and uh, and see if we can continue the tale but richard also has a lot of interest in the similar things that i'm interested in and that i cover on channels like this so uh, he's uh, i think he said he's going to come along to the talk that i'm doing in the Bourne, at the Bourne society in january which is great fun so really looking forward to that so yeah that's it's a quite a, a short episode this week a bit of a catch-up in between you know releasing what i do best if you like which is the videos that sounded that's that wasn't how i meant it to come out but it's what i enjoy most it's what i feel that my my channel is about it's where i put the research into what I find out, into a story in the videos. Uh, plus also I now talk about them when I go to local history talks. So it's great. All, for, all good fun. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, the other thing, what happened? Oh, I played golf yesterday and I lost narrowly. Mate played really well. Uh, and yeah, it was good fun though to get out. And of course we had rain before that. Not of course, but we had rain before that. Beautiful sunny day yesterday. Rain today. That's it. The The British weather. So I'm going to end it there. Thank you very much for listening, following the channel. Really appreciate it. Look after yourselves and I'll speak to you and see you on the video option in the next one.